This is Mystic Dylan, the witch. This is Adele Levine, the medium. And together, we are the witch and the medium. I am the Pumpkin King. This is Halloween, this everybody is make Halloween. a scene. Oogie boogie da ba da. I don't okay, know the song. Okay, this is a problem. Dylan what? doesn't love This is a Nightmare for Christmas. I just found this out. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween it's movie? It's a Halloween it's, movie. Uh, it's a Halloween movie about Christmas, but it's also a Christmas movie about Halloween. It's why it's so brilliant. And I like it's Oogie brilliant. Boogie. I like Oogie Boogie with his you clothes love Oogie on. Boogie. Oh, you mean before all the bugs yeah. come out? No, but his so snake perfect. is a his snake is a tongue. I mean his <laughs> his his tongue is a snake. His like his and he's the moon. Like I like and I like the three little like Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. When they kidnap Santa Claus. Okay, you know what? There's we have another. We have a code red problem here. He doesn't like Star Wars. And now he doesn't like Night for Christmas. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's okay. I don't know what. It's it's really? okay. It's just it's, it's all lo- about the underworld. And, it, and he takes over. It just yeah. takes over Haunted Mansion too long. Oh, that's where that it really is, is clo- about. That thing is like from September half the year is freaking. Um, what should I call it? Nightmare Before Christmas. That's what this is about. It takes away the haunted mansion. It from really you. does. But it's it, a, really, it does. really they do a great job. I mean, they do, but you know, it's like Halloween and Christmas. Okay, like, listen, I absolutely love love. I just have to say, I saw the movie. Nailed it, it or failed it? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas failed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. It is showing for. I mean, Halloween. I mean, what what are we saying? It's okay. <gasps> I'm really in shock. I know. I could see. I like the little vampire. You know why you don't like it? Because it's not cutesy like your precious like Disney movies. It's just yeah, that's what I think it is. They're ugly. That they're supposed to be. It bothers me. I love it. And you know what? I I get mad at Sally. I get mad at all the characters. It makes me mad. Sally gives mugwort's your favorite thing to. No, I know, but they do use it right. Yes, but she also like. I, I don't, like, do they love each other? Do they not love each other? He just wants to be her friend. She gets friend-zoned real bad. Do they end up together? They end up together, Dylan. That's they the do. whole cover of their of their silhouette in the moon. Oh, I have to rewatch it. Wow. Okay, I just want to say I saw it when it first came out in the theater when it was not popular. It was actually not popular. And people were saying the same thing as you. And I was having the same argument. Before it infiltrated Hot Topic. Before Disney bought yeah. it. Yeah. So now it's not as cool. To be, you know, to as cool of a discovery, obviously. But I love, 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 love it. I think it's brilliantly done. Anyway, anyway, we're going to be doing emails. We're going to talk about our salad. Go ahead and send in your emails about how wrong Dylan is. But anyway, no, don't. To Dylan, don't at the witch in the medium at Gmail. Yeah, there we go. To Adela. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about our experiences with Samhain. Um, for those of you who may have listened to the other episode. But if you didn't. But if you didn't, Samhain is essentially, um, is a time when the veil is thinnest. It is a Celtic European holiday. Yes. And, um, 
it essentially, its roots, it gave birth to what is now considered Halloween. And if you didn't hear our last podcast, you might want to flip over to our last podcast because we cover all about it in that podcast, um, in that episode. So in this episode, we're actually going to give our own little personal experiences with Samhain or with the Day of the Dead. You ever done the Day of the Dead? I've not done the Day of the Dead ritual. Wow. I've only done Samhain. Wow. Oh, sorry. Wow, neither have I. Wow. Okay, there we go. <laughs> wow. Um, so I have a weird, not story, but so <laughs> I've been part of, of three covens, um, over time. Yeah. And we've all done Samhain rituals. I get a fever every Samhain ritual. That makes sense. You want to know why? Oh. Because it's the same reason when I'm reading, I have to have it like really cold and I need, and I need lots of water. I get extremely hot, especially yes. when I do seances. Yes. It's because your vibration's speeding up and you're, and, and you're, that's very normal. So the I first get super, time. super, hot. Yeah. Yeah. The first time was. And if you don't drink water, if you don't have cool, you uh, you almost will feel like you're yeah. getting fever. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. So the first time was actually, I was being driven to the ritual. We were meeting there and so I was, I was dressed and everything and like, by the time we pulled into the parking lot, mm -hmm. I was out of it. Like, yeah. full on head fever, cold, so crazy. Yeah. I got in there like, nope, bye. Okay? Right. The second time, which was like two and a half years later, um, we did a sound ritual. We were around a bonfire. Mm -hmm. And I fainted. Yeah. Like, I just yeah, that's out. the worst, that's terrible way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were in the middle of the ritual, and I was like, ugh, no, and would, people got scared because be they thought I was going to fall into the fire. Yeah. Um, And then uh, the third time, I just got, like, super, 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 super sick after our ritual. So it's, like, really, really weird. And the only other time that I've ever gone sick that was not salmon was um, Beltane. Uh, at the Mystic Museum, actually. Like, we had our club coven. I was so excited. We did our Beltane ritual, and I was sick. And they sent me home. Yeah. So it's probably so. What happens is like your 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 vibrate the vibration of all of the energy going around, and your vibration goes extremely high. That's why before I do these uh, type of things or sawin or the seances I do or even my medium galleries, I listen to a certain type of music. I focus and I pull all my energy up from the earth. Yeah. To charge me, I pull all my energy up from the from the other realm. And people say, "How do you, can you do it for so long?" And I have to have water, mm -hmm. lots of water, and and I operate on a different energy. So because yeah. it will, it can knock you out. I think that's what uh, what happened to me this most recent time was. I think I just got extremely dehydrated. Yeah, you you. It's why even when I'm reading, I have to have always have water, water, water. And I use crystals to hold in my hand to push the energy in so I'm not absorbing out. You're just like opening yourself completely up and it's all hitting you, hitting you. It's it's like this yeah. hot frequency that just hits you. It's intense. I have an interesting story at a Samhain. Um, this was at a very big ritual. It was someone I knew um, um, was there. I was outside. They were doing some other part of the ritual. We had finished Samhain. I was a seer in, the, in this ritual. Um, and... Uh, seer, for those who don't know, the Samhain ritual, we should subscribe because you, in case this is the first time you're hearing about it, Samhain ritual, they open up the gates, allow all of the spirits to walk in through the gates, so to speak, 
and um, and then the seers kind of yell out what you're hearing or feeling on some some rituals. This not all. This is the one I was doing this. I was outside, and all of a sudden I felt something pull me, and I started following it and walking towards the back where the ritual was, right to someone who was like shaking. Whoa. And she said she couldn't speak, but she was screaming my name in her head, and she was kind of saying it. She got stuck, like the energies got stuck in her. So for some reason, I just knew to take her, and I wrapped my arms around her, hugged her, and had her breathe, and I breathed it in me, and it out. Damn. Yeah, she was a witch, and she just got stuck. And for it was the weird. It was like a scene out of a movie because for some reason I was watching this thing, and I just turned around and got led, and and she got released. Yeah, and she's like, that's, I got, she just, all this energy got stuck yeah, in her. Kind of like, yeah, it was, it was intense. And then I, like everything, I learned, oh, I can do this because I've had to do this with people before. Yeah. I've had to wrap myself around and pull it into me because I've learned oh. how to do it. That was a crazy sound. I saw some of that the other night. Like, there was yes. a girl that was, yeah, she, I yeah, saw. She, she was shaking and I, yeah. like, pull, had to push her. Wow. But, yeah. Another, yeah, the yeah. only other time that I, I still think, there there are certain times like I just wait, I just want to explain to people it wasn't like she had spirits in her, it's just this energy overtook her. because she was trying to be a seer and it was her first time. So it just like she didn't block she didn't know how to she wasn't experienced to block and do the things that you need to do, you know, to not let it Yeah. It's just like basically if someone's like down, down, you know, yelling. Right. It's like if you go into a a batting cage without your bat. Right. Exactly. In any gear. Or your helmet. Or or gear. Right. Um, But so another time. So one of the times when I got sick, when I, before I fell into the bonfire. um, (laughs) Almost. Almost fell into the bonfire. uh, Our high priestess, like we had, we had our, our early ritual and then they kind of opened it up for uh, people to observe mm-hmm. so we had to observe her and um some stupid person made a comment and like i wasn't there because i was on the opposite side but i guess behind my high priestess they made an offshoot comment about satan and she whipped around and she said we do not acknowledge satan here but that was not the part that was amazing the part was amazing that the fucking fire went like wow like it it spit yeah Yeah. and i it like reacted to her yeah or it was that confirmation right and i just remember being like fuck if i wasn't a witch then definitely a witch now (laughs) like i was like i i and i also think like i've always had respect for her she's badass but like i think that there was just that like the reciprocity between her and nature yeah. was just this like yeah. it was almost like maleficent kind of yeah, in a way yeah. like the flames yeah no it's like i've seen one person and you know um who i watched do that to fire like i watched them take their hand and move it around everywhere they went Whoa. and i was like and she was a powerful witch like the, the only the only time i was like uh yeah 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 yeah. Like and it I think it's just confirmation. Ritual. It was during a ritual. It's a confirmation yeah. that this this world is real. Right. It you is. Know? Yeah. And it doesn't have to. And it's so funny because it was, it wasn't supernatural, but it was supernatural. Like I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was really cool. So I mean, 
I, and, and I think that just to tell people because like their silent and their seances, which you know I do, I've done both, and I'm doing both. And I've had weird stuff happen in seances. One time, someone asked me. It was a medium gallery. It wasn't even a seance. I was reading the whole room, and someone asked me a question. They wanted to ask me. They said, "I want to ask the spirit this question," which they they don't really need to ask me. They can hear you just fine. So they asked a question, and the light went off and on on its own nice. i love stuff like yeah that. me people, too and then people get like i go well there you go like there's, yeah, your, answer. You there's your answer yeah 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 i love when you know you just got the confirmation from outside when you don't have to do the talking yeah that's exactly. always the best that's right and i feel like that's kind of pretty much what we are saying like our experiences in this time of year this time or you know what we work with in this realm um but we were just kind of like starting it off with sharing but today sharing our little experiences our little experience i think those pretty big experiences actually yeah but today we're bomb experiences uh, yeah i think so yeah. i know it's not quite quite average yeah not, we're not living in the middle <laughs> you know, of the road there, there's another halloween experience <laughs> i want to share a sound experience oh um, i have another one too yeah okay so once um uh i lit this candle and uh these three witches they came back from <laughs> the dead and um <laughs> I had to like chase them down, and uh, they, yeah, I had wow. I had very limited time. Were you a young boy? I was a young boy. Um, uh-huh. I will say it did inspire a uh, certain film. Did it? Yeah. I, does it? It sounds really familiar. <laughs> I know. Was it three witches? You say? Yeah, three witches. And it was a black flame candle. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it sounds And like obviously I was a little boy, so I was a virgin. You were a virgin. A little, well, I, I mean, a you were boy. a teenager. In, in, in this particular I was, story, yes. they were a teenager. Did in they? real life, I was like, you know, nine. Okay, because we yeah. know that that wouldn't have been true. Duh, because, yeah. yeah. Um, Are you talking about Hocus Pocus? Um. You the, don't want. You don't want to mo- say. The, you okay. Know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to. I know you're being humble. <laughs> I don't want to brag. <laughs> I'm still getting royalties. A brag about this. So you know, I know we're trying to let Bet and you know Sarah be you know yeah discreet about yeah. how this all came. You know, about. I met with them. They wanted to do yes. my life story. I understand. About, you know, that was so interesting. There we go. Wow. Well, my. <laughs> My mine was like again, um, and it's funny because Samhain was new to me, so I don't want people to get this idea that I was just roaming around. It was kind of more people asking me to be a seer, as how I started to get. But I was driving home with someone I knew, and as we were driving home, there was this big after the sound white billow i'm not kidding right above a light post like huge billow of of smoke i thought you said pillow (laughs) no i I meant to say a a billow so i was trying to be descriptive like you a billow didn't work out (laughs) and i only wanted to do was sleep And that is true. That's what I thought. Because I was tired I legit, I was like, wait, you saw me in a big white pillow. And then it called my name. And I laid down in my bed. There we go. Um, Actually, it was this big white pillow of smoke. Like, it wasn't even smoke. It was like a scene. Like, we both, like, we should have stopped and took a picture. But I think we're so, like, even she's a major, she's a witch and... It was, wasn't like a new thing in a row. But even we were like, did we just see what we just see, saw? We should have stopped and took a picture. It was huge. Damn. Just sitting there. 
And there was nothing else like that around. That's pretty awesome. And that was pretty, like, a great sign, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I guess that was kind of cool. All right, so what were... <laughs> <laughs> the big white pillow. Believe really... me, that's what I'm thinking about I right now. The... That's what I'm thinking about right now. We are tired, y'all. We are. We are working it this month. Um, okay. So questions. Yeah, we're doing questions on emails. Because Sterling, by the time you hear this, I'll be in I'll be in Montana. Sterling has a question for you. He yeah. says, My question is for Adela. Yeah. You mentioned that you see time as a sphere. Could you explain more about how that might work? Does that mean that time would loop back on itself and repeat? Or are there many layers to the sphere? Thanks. Sterling. Hey, Sterling, thanks. So I actually I would say that's exactly right it's more that it's um, many times to the sphere it, I don't see it as looping back I just see almost like there's many ribbons going around the sphere instead of linear um, as people see it as like you go to the front to the back I do kind of use that hand motion when I'm describing remote viewing and time you know I go to the you know future present and past but i see it more like it's constantly moving is what i mean by a sphere so kind of imagine a sphere that's alive and vibrant and the energy is just constantly moving with many ribbons right okay. um do you believe but we did talk about how like on different layers or different planes like do you think that like do you think in some other realm there's an adela who's not a medium and there's somewhere a dylan who is I mean, I do. I think it's like, I know people believe in, in a multiverse. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of feel like it's, I kind of go back and forth. I mean, I almost like like to compare it to like the the, the uh, Rick and Morty, which I love, um, which is a cartoon that talks, it's like sound, I, people know Rick and Morty. But they talk about multiverse and all this kind of stuff. And I know there's multiverses where, like, the, the idea that you create a world and then it stays. Like, now there's a Dela there and there's a Dela mm -hmm. there. I'm not quite sure if it's that or if it's just kind of, like, um, an echo. I don't know if it's actually, like, a Dela doing something completely different. Or if it's, I like chose a different decision, a different path that time uh, might have been a different effect. Could there be a, a verse or layer where Adela is in like even a different time? I do feel like that. So like we could be in ancient Egypt or we could yeah, be... Yeah, I, I do feel like there can be different times. I do feel, but I don't have a 100% you know, nail on it. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like time is constantly moving and every decision you make shifts that future. Nice. And, yeah. Um, so we have another question. This is from Christina. And I, wait, I just will add oh. that I think that the part that's hard to wrap your head around is what it's hard for all of us to wrap our head around to have this concept that there's some piece of us somewhere else. But I don't, I don't think it's far from that for sure. I think there are like 12 different Dylans. Okay. I feel, I feel like that's true. <laughs> so there's like, there's like, you know, the ancient Roman emperor Dylan. Living it out. Absolutely. Um, you have 18th century harlot, Dylan. Well, we definitely know that. Is we that know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's colonial America, Dylan. Of course. Uh, is there you any know? future Dylans? Because I know mm. these are a lot of past. 
I don't know. Histori- historical times. That I'm a pastronaut. You so, are a pastronaut. We gotta I'm a like. Pastronaut, we, we gotta nail so, that term now. We do. Pastronaut. So Christina writes, "Hello, Adela and Dylan. First off, I want to say that I love this podcast and I learned so much from it. Thank, Thank you. you. It is actually one of the only podcasts that actually has me laugh out loud when I'm listening in the car. Yay. I love the humor and chemistry between you two. Okay, my question is working with deities. I'm slowly opening myself up from an agnostic to working with goddesses. This may be a silly question, but journaling to them would be a form of communication or devotion. I see that my thoughts and feelings become more clear if I try to try journaling in general when I want to make contact. This question is also to departed loved ones, ancestors, etc. I sometimes just talk to my aunt and or uh, thank the unseen around me, but sometimes I just want to write to my aunt or my ancestors too. Thank you, love you both, sincerely, Christina. So the first part of that I will take in terms of uh, deities. Okay. I do think that that is both connection and devotion. I think you're doing two in one. Um, I was taught ways of connecting to deities Mm -hmm. was learning their myths reading about them and uh writing to them and incorporating them in art okay so that was a way of doing it a lot of people feel that you have to set up an altar and you have to like do this work and all this stuff but i kind of feel like if you read a myth or if you incorporate some aspect of that into your uh working even on a minimal level that is devotion and in terms of communication I would say, you know, you're writing that down. You're putting down that intent to that deity. So that is a way of communicating to them. Um, You could switch it up, add a little, like, if you want to make a magical practice to it, maybe you journal and you write down and perhaps you light it on fire and, like, envision, like, setting that smoke up. Or if it's a deity in the underworld, you know, flush it down the toilet or something along those lines. Um, Flush it down the toilet? That doesn't sound fun. doesn't sound magical. Or bury it, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, And... Or go out into the moon. Yeah, go out into the moon. So there are definitely ways of switching up, but writing is definitely a way of uh, connecting. And then in terms, you know, I, I, what are your thoughts in terms of writing to the loved ones or ancestors? Oh, oh, that's right. Um, absolutely. I feel like better than that. I'll, I'll give you give her one better instead of writing to them because you're basically just sending out a text and not receiving any um, answer. So the point of what you're trying to do, if you're okay with it, is take a blank piece of paper. And this is why I tell people when you want to try and practice. Um, knowing how to open yourself up to that realm is ask a question Mm -hmm. um, to that realm and the first thing that you feel comes to you write that down so let's say you're saying um, I'm you know I miss you do you miss me or something or should I take this job the first thing you hear if you hear a yes then you don't just settle with that that's kind of the problems with to me with pendulums I know people like them but I think they don't really help um, give the picture and then as soon as you hear a yes you say what do you mean by yes you know can you explain the first thing you hear and I know people like automatic writing it's not really automatic writing it's you kind of talking and using it as like telepathic communication so the first thing that comes to you so it's usually I used to do this in class a lot teach people this 
it's not it's not going to make sense most of the time you'll know if it's you just trying to tell yourself because you'll say all the things you want to hear mm -hmm. and that's one way to do it if you want to write to them that's fine but i think this is a much better way to learn how to um, communicate with them nice wow okay yeah there we go so yeah. christina i hope that helps you thanks christina and um I am going to go on to the next one. Okay. So this one is from Hannah. Mm hmm And she, she gives us kind of an explanation. Um, and she says, um, she's a teacher, and she says uh, she wants to try to find uh, a deity um, to assist her with trying to be the best teacher I can be and meeting the kids halfway with all their different needs, personalities, and backgrounds. Is there anything else I can do or any other deities you may think of to help me reach a better level of communication and problem solving? So she does mention Ganesh. She says that she got uh, reminded. Ganesh, right? uh, she says Dylan mentioned Ganesh as a remover of obstacles. Since Ganesh hasn't come up a lot in your podcast before and since I heard you mention him now, when I wasn't even listening in order, I felt that, okay, I hear you. So thanks for you. Um, so I would say Ganesh is one. Um, in terms of balance and justice, so like you want to find something that deals like, or even a nurturer, like a nurturing deity. I was say, yeah, yeah, like a softer. Yeah, a softer deity. Uh, Athena, she's a, a goddess of balance and justice. Mm -hmm. Um but also maybe uh, even a mother goddess that deals with children yeah. or something on a maternal Isis? level. Isis. Mm -hmm. Isis is wonderful. She's goddess of magic, uh, balance, um, and she is also a mother. And she's a teacher as well because she does teach. The whole idea is that she teaches magic and she invokes this sense of magic. So those would definitely be uh, a few that I recommend. Uh, but definitely, I think that, you know, when you heard Ganesha and you said that that popped in your mind, I think that's a good one. He is balanced. He's he powerful, removes obstacles. Energy, He's yeah. powerful. He's a teacher. Mm. Um, and I think another thing, not, not that it discredits any of the other ones, but he is like... He has a strong following here today. Mm -hmm. You know, he's very made it up. And I think that you could get away with having like a little Ganesh statue or totem no, on your desk you or something. Do that in school, so. Oh, you can't. No. No. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. See, this is why I can't be a teacher. Um But I, I was gonna say with someone who worked with kids, the I feel like also the other energy that's good is if you tap into kind of more magical yeah, uh, like fairy Absolutely more not the Fae that you've talked about, but kind of more of the fairy realm. Like mm -hmm. when you tap into that realm with kids like gnomes and fairies. Yeah, and childlike, you, childlike, that childlike essence. playful. I have found that when kids are more, it helps calm kids, you know, with the light, with the sun more than the moon, bringing that kind of energy, um, kind of working with those energies. Magical, Absolutely. Fairy like the world. Those are the questions I picked out today. Okay, so we're doing like a little shorter podcast because. Uh, it's my turn to be out of town, but I'm working, so I'm not. Can just... we talk about how Adela is always traveling? Never traveling. This is my first time being the one out of town, and this is more for work. I'm going to be in Montana doing readings, and those of you who are, I think someone's messaged me that they're going to come see me. That's great. I think I'm pretty booked up. 
Um, but, um, um, yeah, I think I'm actually only have a few spaces, but anyway, so I'll be doing that. And so this, this, this podcast was just kind of for when I'm out of town. It's not filler, Dylan. It's an actual podcast. We wanted to read emails. We had a bunch of emails that we wanted to get to, and we wanted to talk about experiences and we didn't want to like not be talking to you guys during Halloween, but it's, is a busy time for us both. And by the next time we'll come back, we'll be doing something else, uh, probably. And email us if you have any more questions. Yeah, we want to hear, like, what do you guys want to hear for this month? Like, you yes. know, email. And we love your stories. We love your stories. But definitely send, like... We're more of a question podcast where some people, because we actually work in this field and we can actually answer, whereas a lot of other podcasts like read the stories because they like the stories and it's fun and they just kind of talk about it. But we're actually answering questions. So we love reading the stories, but we kind of have to just answer the questions. So send us your emails at the witch in the medium um, at Gmail and also Go ahead and throw us um, what subjects you want us to cover, uh, you know, through the oh, month. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Subjects. Subjects for October. If there's things that you want to know about what goes along with October or any other type of subjects, and we'll try to, you know, cover that as well. Thank you guys so much. Sorry this was a little short one, but we just want to show you appreciate you, even though, um, man, Dylan's, like, had a crazy few days. I know I have, and then I still have a crazy week coming up in I October know is it is the season of the witch it and the medium, y'all. The season of the witch. <laughs> we just we just added that. We added so that. We're gonna start the a new song. Season of the witch and the, and medium. the medium. So follow us on the witch and the medium on Instagram. You can follow me in a day of vine on all social media. You can follow me on Mystic Dylan official on, on Instagram on Instagram and Mystic Dylan on YouTube. And you can um, go to his website, Mystic Dylan. Dot com. com. Thank you guys so much. Have fun this season. Have fun this October. Stay safe. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Keep Talk to the spirits. They love it. But you know, I say talk all year round. So yeah. Dylan. Have a magical day. I don't like to say goodbye, so see you soon. You can follow us on Witch in the Medium on Instagram or at Mystic Dylan Official on Instagram or Dale Levine on Instagram. You can check out our merch at thewitchinthemedium.com and please rate us on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get seen and we appreciate hearing your reviews. Thank you. See you soon.